How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Eminence Legacy Podcast. My name is Alfonso, and I'm joined here today by my co-host, who will be introducing himself, Jose Luis Cadena, and thank you for joining us. Uh... All right. So this week, we're going to begin a discussion about self-doubt. That is something that we don't really discuss enough about. It is not something we're going to admit, right? You go to a job interview, and you're not going to express that you somehow doubt your capability of doing the job, right, to anyone. On the contrary, you're going to portray this game phase that you know what you're doing, that you've already have 20 years of experience doing this. But the reality is that most of us are struggling with that doubt if we're even going to be able to get it done. I think that a lot of times um, we keep hearing that term, fake it till you make it, but that's not necessarily true because Eventually, um, when you're put to the test, we're going to get figured out quick. And always on the back of our mind, we're always um, running that thought behind, I guess, what we're doing it is like, what if they find us out? What if they figure out that I really don't know how to do X, Y, and Z? And that's like um, normal. Even if you know the, the job, a lot of times you still, when you're in a new environment, you you kind of have that that feeling that you might not make the cut. And that could happen even years after, after doing what you're doing. And it's, and since so little of us actually talk about it, you know, you often hear about, Oh, there's such thing as imposter syndrome. Right. But I, that's something I didn't hear recently. And I would say within the last two, three years, when you realize that it's something that everybody feels. And once you come to terms with that, it's a huge weight off your back. A lot of times we might think uh, or or think to ourselves or say to ourselves, you know what, it's because what I need is uh, confidence. But honestly, even if we were born with confidence, it's not going to change the fact of how you feel because you you might think that confidence is a factor that's missing, but really what is missing in your life is self-awareness because I've never heard somebody that's uh, actually doing well with their and they already have mastered a certain area of their lives or, or certain uh, aspect, maybe a sport or maybe a business or, or something in their lives, they never focus on actual confidence. They really focus a lot on the on the process, on the self awareness, and they always go back to check what they did wrong. It's more like a continue continue to grow type of uh, of of uh, process that you go to 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 work on oneself. Right, because I think what you're getting at is that I get the perception that confidence is something that you portray to the people around you, right? So the joke, so the trope is that, oh, you always look so calm, but in reality, like in the inside, you're, uh, there's a million things going through your mind. I recently heard an anecdote that I thought was a pretty good example. Let's say you're riding on an aircraft, right? And all of a sudden you see smoke coming out of one of the wings. So you're freaking out already. But yeah. what's going to determine whether you're going to panic is going to be resp the response of the pilot, of the captain of the plane. If he responds calmly and says, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be landing for a brief, uh, for some brief maintenance when we'll be back in the air and get you to your destination in no time. And you hear the confidence in his voice and he's calm. The first thing that's going to go to your mind is like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing and he's going to get there. He's going to get us there safe. Yeah, definitely. It's all like in, in the perspective that he's uh, telling the people because Imagine a, a pilot that's panicking and, and yelling, oh, we, we blew an engine and we're about to crash. <laughs> I think at that point, everybody's going to go 
ballistic. I don't think anybody's going to stay calm, regardless of how uh, calm we think we could be at a situation like that. I think we'll lose it. Since I'm a '90s kid, I'm just going to use this example. You got Buzz. You got Buzz Lightyear that that sells Woody. Woody, this is no time to panic. Woody goes, this is the perfect time to panic. And that's what a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Most of us that tend to. Uh, most of us tend to be a Woody. Yeah. Yeah. So this is. So this is the other thing too. So I was reading recently, right? That that self doubt is something that is learned. I I don't know how I feel about that one though. Because let's say, for example, there's an experiment, right, where they measure like a like a child's ability to measure perception. And what they mean by that is so. And what's funny about these psychology classes is that they all, they, the, the cruelest experiments were always like back in the day. And one of them was where they would have a baby of a very young age cross um, uh, uh, basically crawl. Right. And. They, they they have this plastic clear surface where you can see like the bottom of the floor. So the baby is in a high elevation and the and the goal is for the baby to cross over that little bridge and there's a glass all under the baby. And what they recognize is that 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 babies at that age, they're able to recognize perception. They're able to see that there's a deep hole. If I crawl any further, I'm going to fall into it. But I don't think that's like so well, I guess what I'm trying to argue is that is that yes, I guess some of the reactions that we get. So if we have parents that worry too much, then the chances are that we're going to like worry a lot by nature because that's the way we were we learned how to um, that how to cope with issues. However, there's a certain sense that it's just inevitable. It's going to happen to all of us. There always there's always going to be a level of self doubt. I do have to say that there is a, some sort of a correlation with with your past experience as you're growing up, especially again from uh, ages from zero to seven years old, because it, it's like when we're born, we we're born with a like imagine a table with a whole bunch of tools, and all those tools are to your disposal. But as you're growing up, um, your your parents might tell you, no, that that's not good for you, and and, and that tool is no longer available for you because at that point, you kind of canceled that out for you. And then you might want to do something. And they said, no, 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 you can't do that because it's too dangerous. So that tool is also taken off the table. So before you know it, when you reach of, 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 uh, of an age to make your own decisions, you have limited tools on your table now because slowly people have been taking away stuff off your table. Because when, if you think about it, when you're kids, that's when you have all that imagination, all, all that enthusiasm, and, and you really think that you could you could conquer the world. But it comes to a point in our lives where we start doubting all that. And I do think that we kind of evolve into that because of the fact that things get slowly taken away from, from our, I guess, from our grasp, from, from our reach, because someone somehow told us that that wasn't for us. So I do believe that there's some sort of... Um, uh, thing that kind of triggers a self doubt, and slowly we, with as we get older, we built on that already. 
You know what? You're right about that because it comes. It brings to mind something I had heard a while back ago. I might have read it. I can't remember where. But one of the things that we're talking about is that a lot of times parents don't give the opportunity for the kids to exercise their ability to question things or to or to do things for themselves. And the example that they gave was, let's say, you go to the doctor's office and uh, you communicate for the child rather than give, t- t- giving the child the opportunity to express himself. And that's an important lesson because, like, for, there there is an ex- an exercise of of basically confidence, right? Is being able to, okay, this is how I feel. What can you tell me to make it feel better? Uh, by get, by giving the child the opportunity to express himself, what 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 is it that you're fe- what that you're feeling that 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 is wrong? You're giving him the the ability to basically have some confidence to talk with somebody in authority in that field, and the ability to be able to express themselves more adequately. Something that a lot of us won't even have to worry about until until we're well off on our own. So being able to provide those individual experiences to develop that confidence is is a huge part of a milestone. So again, going back to what you said about past experiences, those of us that lacked on those experiences, not that we're not that we're going to be stuck in that condition forever, but we do have to start in a different threshold than somebody else that that was giving that was given those tools in their arsenal when they were growing up. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that, that brings up another, another, um, I guess, thought that at the end of the day, we're, we can't get, okay, we can't get higher than our own opinions. So a lot of times we're not going to get ahead because we already have an opinion about ourselves. We already kind of label ourselves and that in itself is, is part of the self-doubt. Right. So it's going back to, let's say, like what your own limited beliefs that you've put about yourself. What is it that you've been telling yourself this whole time? Because we think as human creatures, right, we think in terms of stories and we have we, we have a story for everything. Right. You look at, for example, like uh, Jesus teachings and what's the reasons that he became so um, so prominent in his region when he was when he was preaching was the fact that he had the ability to talk about stories that people would relate to and they would get meaning out of it. Right. So that, and one of the things that we often forget to realize is that it works wonders being able to um, be communicate with people through forms of story. So let's say uh, you're more, you're more than likely to remember a story that you're told rather than a bullet point explanation. So then you open up the hood and you think, okay, what is it that you've been telling yourself this whole time? Well, every time, Every time I start something, I always drop out. Every time I uh, I try something new, it never works out, right? So like, um, so you start telling yourself this over and over. So you're setting your own limitations by what you're telling yourself. Yeah, and that that is correct. And then another thing that um, happens is you don't only tell yourself, but you start to compare yourself to somebody else that's already doing something uh, similar to what you want to do. And the comparison itself is just going to add to the fires of, of you, how you feel about yourself, because now you're here trying to size yourself up to somebody that's probably been doing it longer than you have. But but here we are thinking that um, they were gifted that way. Or we think that it happened from one day to the next rather than like, it being a process that they had to go through. Exactly. Yeah, that that actually does does happen way more than we care than we care to admit. 
uh, we, we think, okay, what's the point of doing this? I mean, the, the, the gym is just a perfect analogy of this. You, you go there for the first time and you see people that have been either have been doing it prof- professionally or athletically. And uh, they, they were, you know, we, but we felt to recognize that our genetics are different. Um, you know, like our, our, our past experiences are different. And the point is that if you're going to start off by comparing yourself to someone else, you're never going to get anything done. It's better just to do it simply because you know that it's going to be the best thing for you. Exactly. You need to find your your own lane, your your own um um I guess your own uh superpower to to get you there. And a lot of times we keep trying to uh, honestly another thing is like uh when it comes to to sell doubt, we have to think about um sometimes there's fears, right? There's a fear of failure. And I want to not just talk about the fear of failure, but what about the fear of success? Like both of them go hand in hand because, okay, you might be afraid of failing, but you might also be afraid of succeeding. And now you have, you're going to have to keep up with that success, meaning that now you're going to have to totally change your lifestyle because you actually got somewhere and in order for you to stay there, it's a lot of pressure on you. So you might not want to be on the, on, on the spotlight. You might not want to be the one leading because you're afraid that eventually you're going to fail again uh, even though you overcame so there's so many there's so many uh fears that that we tell ourselves and it's hard for us to even um focus yeah that reminds me a lot of the of the mcdonald's uh, success story where the two relatives that have both started the company originally they were basically content with, with their business staying a certain size it wasn't until uh, I uh, I just think of Kevin Costner because of the of the movie, but it's not until <laughs> he shows up. It's not until he shows up in the picture that he has a vision that hey, this thing can really blow up. It could innovate the way the restaurant business works, and we could turn it into something else. And it's just not something that they were willing to do. So it's like you said. I mean, it was the, like the the fear of success. And in the end of the day, fear kill, kills more dreams than failure ever will. And uh, so a lot of times, a lot of us won't even get started simply because of fear. Yeah, we need to learn to focus on our passions and our desires. We need to kind of stay driven on it. And we need to kind of shut those voices in our head or so self-doubt. And honestly, the worst thing that could happen when, you, when, when, uh, when you're starting something or, you, or you're going for something is that you're going to have to probably readjust and, and, and try to figure out how to get uh, around certain obstacles that are going to show up because it, anything that's worthwhile is not going to be easy. So we're going to have to always... Uh, keep going and 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 the self-doubt is i I don't think that i don't actually think that that there's people out there that don't have self-doubt i think that it creeps up in different um in different aspects of your life it might it might not be the ones that we're pointing out because there's more than 10 ways or, or or more than that 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 could affect you mentally physically and there's so many um circumstances that will get you to that point that you start doubting the best thing to do man is drop the perfectionism just uh you know it's like everybody starts somewhere it's gonna look sloppy at first but the more you keep at it is going you're going to see improvement yeah and another thing is uh change your environment change your environment if you if if you really want to want something you need to kind of change your habits change the people that you're hanging out with and get closer to the people that are doing already what you want to do. And instead of uh, 
what comes in is what comes out. So if you're listening to negative, negative talk, that's all you're going to think about negative. And um, you might think that you don't get a lot of negative talk, uh, talk, but I mean, just listening to the news every day, that's depressing. I mean, I don't, I don't believe that there's anybody out there that could listen to the news every day and not get depressed or start doubting where everything's going. So this is a prime example how self-doubt is injected in you. It's not even part of you. It's injected in you. Right. And that's something that you have more control of, especially like, like these days with the internet age, because it used to be as like, oh, well, like, I mean, I grew up in a, in a certain type of neighborhood, you know, but now it's easy to find uh, good resources that can help you out. And so definitely sur- surrounding yourself w- and creating that better environment. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because like sometimes I'll like, let's say I'll be scrolling through like Instagram and I'll just keep getting a certain type of like, uh, let's say I'll just all of a sudden start getting a bunch of political stuff. And it's like, okay, I just need a, a or sometimes, I mean, I'll think of music, uh, an instrument sounds cool. I'm not, I'm not a musician, you know, but sometimes I'll see like, it's like, oh, well, that sounds cool. So I'll listen to it. So then every single video after that has to do with music. So it's like, okay, as, as great as that sounds, I'm not going to stop at that for a while because I want to bump into my funny videos again. Right. So you just keep, so you have to be ta- tailoring that. And and I think that's like even relevant to real life. Every once in a while, you just need to, you know, th- th- think about how it is that you can change your environment to a way that it could improve your uh, chances of success. And let me tell you that, that um, it, it's, it's so simple to get like, um, pick up on these vibes or this, uh, these type of a way of thinking or, or self doubt. And I'll give you an example. If, if your car breaks down tomorrow and you're not used to listening, let's say your thing is, we'll call it country. You're into country music and you love listening to country music, but then you get into my car and I'm listening to jazz, right? And you might not really like jazz and you're a type of person, I really don't like this kind of music. But if you're writing for me for the next two weeks, at the end of the day, you're going to be humming the songs that you hear in the car. You're going to be kind of like listening it to it in, in the back of your mind. So that, that, that type of music, even though you said you didn't like it, eventually is going to like start being part of you. Just it, it would only take two weeks for you to actually get the melodies that are playing in my car. So that, that's a, an example of how our surroundings and the people that, 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 that are around us do influence us with the way we think. So it's very important that we do work on that and, and surround ourselves with good people, with good people that are able to help us uh, with our doubts and find that person that you could actually talk to about maybe some of your doubts and, 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 and find um, a resolution for that, what's really causing that. You know what's interesting about what you about the example that you gave? It used to be that there was a time where you could basically figure out where somebody was from based on their accent, let's say like around the country, because in the U.S. there's like so many dialects. Uh, but with the and, and the reason because of that was because you were surrounding you were surrounded by the people that you grew up with and the, from the town that you're in, from the region that you're from. So you end up picking up the same local accent. But now with the advent of the Internet, you're seeing so many dialects that are starting to fade out because. People are no longer just listening to like the people that live next door. They're listening to people all over the world. So inevitably, like there's mannerisms, words, uh, like vocabulary, dialects that are being picked up that are just brand new just because of the news source and influx of 
influences that are coming into our lives. Yeah, and and, and again, you go back to to um, the the internet, meaning that there's a outs- outsource um, influence coming into our lives. I think that that's why it's important for us to take action and start um, working towards um, getting away from self doubt and more to our a positive talk. Uh, a more positive narrative for our lives. Right. So you start, you start taking in, uh, so garbage in, garbage out, right. It's the saying that we hear from back in the day when we, you know, well, from pro from programming. Uh, but, but there's, there's still truth to that. Right. So if you, so if you change the influences that are coming in, then it's going, you're going to have a lot more tools in your arsenal to change your self-talk because we're telling ourselves that we can't or, setting our own narrative that is working against our, our success. So if we're able to change that self-talk, man, that voice is loud. So it's a ver- so it's something that we need to be conscious of. What is it that you're telling yourself and how can that narrative change? Yeah. And more than anything, um, become resilient, you know, that resilient, uh, being resilient and, and, and developing grit is something that we all can do. It's um, something that we could work on. It's not something that's gifted to somebody more than others. Resilience and grit, it's something that you actually are able to learn. Um, so we encourage you guys to work through your self-doubt because we all have it. I know I have it. I deal with it every other day. And I have to remind myself, you know, what got me to the place that I'm at. Um, and I, I continue to work on myself. And it's a lot of, uh, I guess, self-awareness and understanding um what triggers you that's right okay so do you have anything else to add no thank you for joining us and uh we encourage you to become part of our patreon um if if you like our programming we would really like to hear from you guys and um share this this uh these episodes and um make sure that if there's somebody that you think that this episode resonates with Hey, send it to them, you know, maybe, maybe you'll help them throughout the day. Right. So you can find that in the show notes, as far as the Patreon goes, patreon.podbean.com slash Eminence Legacy. Uh, you could also visit our website where you can schedule a live coach, uh, coaching session. Um, and definitely you, uh, JC, I've been seeing some of your, um, uh, I've been seeing your workout routines, man. Uh, you should like, uh, we should throw that into the show notes. I tried one of your programs It had me tired out. <laughs> so uh yeah for sure for sure we'll put that information we, we uh we do have an app also um for workouts and we also keep blogs um up to date so yeah we'll put it on the show notes hey thank you for sharing that i appreciate you yeah absolutely so yeah and you can follow me on follow me on instagram too my name is cadena afonso that's the handle that you can follow find me in under um and any other plugins that you would like to add in yeah look for me uh, under Sir Chain and Sir will be S I R and Chain C H A I N. So uh, just uh, make sure and follow us, guys, and um, we hope to see you soon. All right, this concludes this week's episode. Have a great week, everyone.